Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to the 99th episode of Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We're here today with Matt, Rachel, and Audrey. We're going to talk about choosing good friends. So this is probably a topic that resonates with you listeners. If you have Catholic teenagers, you're probably generally concerned about their friends or wondering about their friends or hoping they're making good choices in their friends. So we invite you to listen in on our conversation, and we hope and pray that in joining us today, you'll gain insight and wisdom and maybe even the courage you need to have these conversations with your own Catholic teenagers. So, Audrey, hello. Hi. Audrey is a student at New Albany High School and a parishioner at Church of the Resurrection. And Rachel, hello, Rachel. Hi. Rachel also is a student at New Albany and a parishioner at Church of the Resurrection. I don't know why you said hi so quietly. That's like <laughs> totally not your style. But <laughs> And Matthew, hello, Matthew. Hello. Also a student at New Albany High School. Well, actually, you just graduated oh, from yeah. New Albany. Headed to UD, mm-hmm. good Catholic school, and a prisoner at Church of the Resurrection. So welcome, you guys. Uh, let's talk about friends, shall we? Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> you're, all, you're all friends, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so clearly you know how to choose good friends, because I know all of you. Clearly. And you're all yeah. awesome. Okay. What is mm-hmm. a friend? Let's def- let's define friend before we talk any more about this. Hmm. Dang. I would say like somebody that you can trust, but someone that walks with God with you. It's a lot of withs, but. I, but I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> See what I did there? That's awful. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't awful. That was really good. <laughs> I appreciated it. Thank you, Audrey. You're welcome. What else? What would you say a friend is, Rachel or Audrey? Anything to add to that? Um, someone who wants the best for you and you can talk to about anything. I'm so glad you said that. Someone who wants the best for you. Because I think that we get confused about what a friend is. And a lot of times we think a friend is someone who can do the best for me or make me happy or make me feel good or entertain me or but Audrey I mean Rachel you're defining authentic love like willing the good of someone else that is love so I'm glad to hear Audrey who is Rachel's really good friend you should be really happy that that was her definition (laughs) because she gets it so (laughs) I guess I'm pretty lucky yes you are all right so think back through your life like when you were a little kid and when you were in junior high the worst years ever, and now that you're in high school, how have your friendships changed or evolved throughout your life? Yeah, Audrey. Um, I'd say in middle school, it's more about the quantity of your friends and how many friends you have and like the popularity of you in the school. And then once you get into high school, it really doesn't matter. And it's more about the quality of your friends to help you get through all your classes and like all the like troubles that you face in your life i guess would you say that there's a shift then sometime between middle school and high school between friendships that just 
are good for me. Like, this is what I need. This is all about me. This, And then kind of shifting into what Rachel was talking about, where friendships, where you're desiring the good of the people you love and wanting what's best for them. And Yeah, when I, like when I was transitioning from like middle school and high school, I started like shifting out people and like seeing like if they if they did care about me and if I like not like cared about them, but like if they had like my best interests in mind and if they'd like watch out for me, if like something was going on and help you stay on track. And yeah. Um, What about you, Rachel or Matt? (laughs) How have your, uh, so wait, Rachel, you pointed to Rachel. She keeps you on track. Yeah. Like without Rachel, you would be in jail. Um, yes she I would. I would I'm just I wouldn't I wouldn't go that extreme but I would totally I would I would kidding. probably be in a ditch somewhere. Ditch. Oh. <laughs> That's just a saying. I'm not saying like it actually be. Oh, you ditch. wouldn't physically but be like, in a ditch. No, but I got I'd you. be like yeah, a meta, yeah, a, meta, a metaphorical ditch. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> what about you Rachel and Matt? How have your friendships changed or evolved throughout your life? In middle school I wasn't the best at choosing friends. It was mostly out of like how I was like what how are they like how is this gonna make me be cooler and uh, once you get into high school it's such like a tough time that you need people who are gonna be there for you instead of you you don't really care how popular you are you just want people who are going to be there for you and giving you advice and helping you through bad situations are there people do you know of people who still in high school choose their friends based on popularity issues totally you do yeah so what would you say is like do they seem happy do they seem content do they seem settled into their friendships or do do you feel like there's still sort of that longing searching reaching sort of i mean i think they're pretty like, they're fine where they are, but I, I do know a lot of people that that may be how they choose most of their friends, but they they have a couple friends that aren't like that, and I think, like, I have a couple friends that normally choose based on popularity, but they have friends that actually care about them, too. Hmm, okay. So like, if they really, like, need to talk to someone. Do you guys have any friends that you've been friends with forever, like, ever since you were a little kid? Yes. You do? Define little. I don't yeah. know. Like Does second grade count? Well, Matt, you said yes. So like, <laughs> yeah. what's the farthest back you can remember? So think of a specific oh, friend. How long have you been friends with that person? Oh, at least kindergarten. Probably before. Okay. So, but in the meantime, other friends have come in and out of your yeah. life, right? So what is it about that person that makes that person a, a solid presence in your life? Um. He's not, wi- or he is willing to make a fool of himself sometime. He's not too full of himself. I can count on him to go laser tagging, for example. Some people would be like, no, that's like, that's not me. But he's, he's, he always is able to just kind of like lose his cool sometimes. <laughs> Rip up his cool card. <laughs> Rip up his cool card. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have a cool card? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I never really had one, but some people do. Would you say there's a difference between between choosing good friends and choosing godly friends? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because, Why so? Uh, you like maybe one of your friends or a couple of your friends aren't. They're not like religious. They don't have like 
they're not their lives aren't very faith based, but that doesn't mean that they're not still being a good friend to you. And then you have your friends that are your godly friends that are that will help you pray, they'll do what they need to do to help you grow in your relationship with Christ. So it's different, but like both are good to have. What do your good friends who aren't godly friends, how, like how do they, um, let me back up. So I think our goal always in our lives is to become the person that God created us to be. So God puts all kinds of different people into our lives mm-hmm. to help us become the people we, he created us to be. So how do your good friends who aren't godly friends help you in that quest? Do they? Can they? Yeah. Just help me navigate the secular world. I mean, because ultimately you're trying to get to heaven, but you're not everything you do. Well, I guess everything you do gets you to, or you're trying to, you're always trying to get yourself to heaven pretty much, but there are different obstacles you'll encounter. And so it's good to have good, it's good to have good friends. And it's good to have godly friends for both. Okay. And I guess the reason I'm asking that, because I think sometimes parents, we freak out a little bit if all of the people, like we want every single person in our kids' lives to be <laughs> crazy faith-filled Catholics, right? Which would be awesome, yeah. except you're right, Matt. Like you said, we have to navigate the secular world too. We just have to. We don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's okay for our friends to have non-Catholic friends or even non-Christian friends, you know, as long as they're good friends and they are helping us become the people God created us to be. So just throw that out there for any parents who might feel like they're in a panic. Um, Sometimes though, we do hang out with people who clearly aren't good for us. Um, Why? Why is this? Do you guys ever do this? Do you like, are there people in your life? You're like, I really shouldn't be hanging out with this person yet. I do. Not, no, not really. Matt me. says no. Not as much anymore. Okay. I think yeah. It, okay. I'll yeah. give her that. Not as much yeah. anymore. Okay. So when you did, why did you? Like, what was going on? What was behind that? I don't know. Just pop. Like, it's so dumb. Now I'm like, I feel so bad saying it, but I wanted to be popular, so I would hang out with kids that like I didn't need to be hanging out with, and you just kind of wanted to feel that. Just you wanted to feel good about you know being friends with everyone. Is there anything that anyone could have said to you during that time that would have convinced you that that wasn't important? I honestly don't think so. No. Not anything I can come up with right now. Rachel or Audrey, was there anything anyone could have said to you? No, I don't think so. Well, I don't I don't think mine was really based off of popularity. I think it was like in middle school, you're like, you're kind of like, like you look back on it and you just like cringe because you just see like how different you were. Like if I look back at all of my middle school pictures, I was like a different person for like every picture just because I was trying to find like who I was before I got to high school. And by doing that, I was hanging out with like a bunch of different friend groups and a bunch of different people trying to like figure out who that was. And it didn't work out. And yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, eventually it worked out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Like I, I like I found my good friends in, like, like activities that I enjoy. So, like, some of my good friends are in, like, the theater department, and then some I can go to church with on Sundays. And What would you say to your junior high self? Get a you, life, man. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be like, I'm trying to. That's, that's like, yeah. every moment of my existence is built around getting a life. 
I don't know. I think most of that was like also like trying to fit in of like, oh, that girl like looks like that. So I want to I want to be like her. And then like along the way, you see someone else and you're like, oh, that looks fun. I want to try that. And you're just like doing so many different things. And you just have to focus on what you enjoy doing and the people who also enjoy doing that. You'll just like grow connections with them. When did you guys start plugging into your faith? Confirmation process. So, yeah. so ninth ish, eighth, ninth. I mean, I was always involved in, I mean, right. creed and tech through my whole life, but I plugged in in confirmation process. Yeah. Did that make a difference for you then in terms of the people you wanted to surround yourself with? Yeah. Same for you, Rachel? Or no? Yeah. If you yeah. had plugged in in middle school, would it have made a difference? I don't. I don't. Mm. Mm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just assuming there's a parent listening who's like, please, please tell me how to help my middle school kid navigate through life. <laughs> I mean, I'm still friends with the kid, the kids I was um, friends with in middle school that I was like I met through my faith. So I would definitely say yes. Okay. But yeah. no. What if, um, and maybe you found yourself in this situation, like you've ha- you're friends with someone who starts making choices that you don't agree with, or starts like becoming someone that you don't want to be influenced yep. by or spend your time with. Ha- so, how do we as Christians, how do we handle this situation? Like, how do we still extend Christian love to that person, but make sure that person isn't an influence in our lives? I think um, instead of, like, following them and, like, doing what they're doing just to be their friend, like, tell them, that, like, what you think they're doing is wrong and try to get them help and tell them that, like, whatever they're doing, that they don't need to do it for, like, the reasons that they may think because there's, like, a greater love that's, like, watching down on you and making sure that you're doing the right thing. Have you ever had to do that with a friend? Yes. A- Audrey? Yeah. I Matt, you have? Mm-hmm. How'd it go? I just talked it out with them. I was like, this, like, what you're, you're going down the wrong path. It's very clear to everybody around you. And it just took time. And now I'm really good friends with them. So, and it worked. Yeah. Like, he straightened back out. Yep. Wow. That's a, that's a good story. <laughs> that's a good story. Were you scared to do that? Like, was it intimidating? I mean, no, because, like, I had people with me. To... You did an intervention? You staged an I, intervention? Okay. No, no. <laughs> Wasn't like that. It's kind of awesome. But I just kind of like, I was like, look, I'm not alone here, but what you're doing, you, you think what you're doing is helping you, but in the long run, you're going to, and not even now looking back, he's like, that was so dumb. Wow. Does he ever say thank you for talking about it? It's implied. Friends don't thank each other. That's that's how I can, you know, friends don't thank each other. It's implied. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and we're here today with Matt, Rachel, and Audrey, and we're talking about choosing good friends. Uh, What are some signs you might know a friendship is not good? Um, I think that a friend is someone who should always put you up and make you feel good about yourself. So if at any time when you're hanging out with a friend, if they put you down or make you feel less than you really are, that they're not a very good friend. I've seen that before, too. Like, there's some friendships that are really manipulative like that, aren't there? Like, I'm your friend because you bully me. (laughs) Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, It's hard. I don't know. What else? What are some signs that a friendship might not be good for you? I think if they're 
making the wrong choices and you know you don't want to be making those choices and but they're trying to influence you then you should probably not be friends with that person because it's easy to let someone influence your decisions if you want to be friends with them so if they're if they're not respecting your values yeah yeah anything to add to that matt say if your interests align then you should be friends with them do your values have to align? Uh, I wouldn't say have to, but the best friends or your values are going to Okay. Okay. What about guys being friends with girls and girls being friends with guys? Like, is this possible? Is it a good idea? What are the limits? I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on this in general? I'd say it's definitely possible. And I have a, I have a good friend who's a girl. And I mean, she's, I mean, we talk all the time and it's like from like, it's clear that like nothing's going to happen. We're just friends and with different amounts of estrogen and testosterone, you know, that's what it comes down to. And different chromosomes. Okay. Good okay. point. But <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So. Um, okay. Let me ask you this. What is the value of that friendship that you don't have in other, like is, is there value? Is it? Yeah. Just perspective. Okay. Um, like if they're fighting with somebody, they can just talk to me about it. And if I'm fighting with somebody, I can talk to them about it and they'll just be like, you're dumb. <laughs> and then you're good oh, to go. So she'll just call it like it is. That's, we like her. Okay. All right. What about you, Rachel and Audrey? Tell me about your perspective, guys and girls being friends. I have, I'm in the marching band. And so I have a lot of friends that are guys. And I think as long as you like keep in your mind that like if you just want to be friends with them just like remember that because it's i find it sometimes can be easy to forget like the friendship and just be like and like you just think that you are interested in them and it can get really complicated so you just have to make sure that you're thinking things through why does that happen like if you know you just want to be friends with someone, but somehow you find yourself slipping into, maybe I actually want to date that person. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, why do you think that happens? Well, I think because if you like them enough to be friends with them, then you clearly have things in common. And a lot of times you can mix up like what you like want in a friend and what makes someone your friend and what you want in a significant other and what makes someone like more than a friend. Does, is there is there pressure like I should have a boyfriend like I look around and it seems that I'm supposed to have a boyfriend so I'll pick All him. The time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed, Audrey. I think it's also like there are so many people that are like I'm not saying that like people in high school are like getting married, but like some people are like, oh, I like I married my best friend. And then you like look at like all the, like, the guy friends that you have and you're like. Oh, maybe this guy could be like. I guess I'll marry you. And then you're him. just like, oh, okay, I'll marry you. And then it's like, but don't, but don't, don't do that. That's not. <laughs> but don't do that. That's not good. And I think you don't have to marry whoever yeah. is currently your best friend. Okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think sometimes with like, I mean, I think you should have like guy friends and girlfriends, not like that way, but like girls that are yes, your friend. Gotcha. But because like sometimes it's nice to get like different like perspectives on like things that you're having trouble with, but. There needs to be, like, a line. Like, him opening the door and holding it open for you doesn't mean that he likes you. Like, that way, it just means that he's being a good guy. Okay. So just don't get, like, the wrong idea and get too in your head about stuff, I guess. Okay, this is going to sound like a cheesy question, but but it actually... (laughs) 
Just go with me on this. Okay. Do you perceive Jesus as a friend? And and here's why I ask that, because different people have have different ways of um, ex- describing their relationship with Jesus, right? Some people see Jesus as a brother, or some people are more, you know, into God as father. And some, so, so I'm wondering for you, is Jesus as friend an image that resonates with you? Yes. Yes. For you, yeah. Matt. Yes. For you, Rachel. Yeah. I, you don't have it. to say, yeah. No, no, no. I, I was just thinking, cause like when I, most of the time, like he helps me a lot, like when my friends can't. So like, I think of him as like my friend and my therapist <laughs> just because I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's, you know, cool. you're not supposed to be friends with your therapist. I'm, I'm told, right? No, oh, I'm kidding. Here. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> That's an exception. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to put an idea out there. So. I like it. It's a good one. Thank you. So here's my question. Do you ever, I mean, that's, that's a model friendship, a friendship with Christ, right? Yeah. You can't get any better than that, really. So do you ever ponder building your human friendships on that model or is it too abstract i think for me it's a little too abstract i don't speak for everyone but for me it's a little too abstract okay i mm. mean if i think about it like i would when i think of like being friends with jesus like he like when we talked about like the definition of a friend like he's always going to be there for me he has my best interest at heart so i guess i would want my friends to be those same thing so, okay, I, I guess that's what bit. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Although, then, do you set too high a standard for for your friends? <laughs> I don't want to be friends with Rachel. She just wants me to be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, does she do that? Does she set your standard? Her standards too high? I don't know. I mean, she doesn't make me worship her. If, like that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> or she doesn't worship you. No. Okay, that's good. She gives right. me food. That's a good friendship. She feeds you. I yeah, mean, she feeds me. Yeah, I play with, with my point, dogs. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so sometimes at this point in our lives, I don't think this is the case for any of you guys because I know you're all very close with your families, but like your siblings can drive you nuts and your family time can be really boring. And like, like Matt, especially you have a little, <laughs> very uh, little, little yeah. siblings. Yep. So sometimes when you're trying to do family events, you kind of have to cater to yeah. the younger ones, right? Yeah. So, so sometimes we just want to be with our friends. Like we don't really want to be with our families because our friends are more interesting and our friends are like more loving toward us than sometimes families are. But so how do you balance that? How do you, how do you balance spending time with your friends and spending time with your family? And why is that important to do that? It's important to balance because your family at the end of the day is all that you've got. Um, I mean, I'm fresh out of high school and I'm and I'm already noticing changes in friends just because I can't be friends with those people, but I'm always going to have my family. So I always try and spend as much time as I can with my family. And obviously, like I go with my friends a lot, but it's it's always about family at the end of the day. Did you always feel that way or is this something sort of new that you're uh, something definitely something sort of new? OK, what about what about you guys, Rachel and Audrey? Well, I don't have as much of a problem with that because my older siblings especially like I feel like I can talk to them about anything and I like hanging out with them is fun and 
I just I think with like younger siblings, like once they get to a certain age, it's a lot easier because when they're younger, they just don't really understand as much. But it's important because like your friends will like change. Like there will be times when you just can't be with your friends, but like you can always be with your family. So how can parents encourage that? Like how can parents encourage or convince their kids, really, you want to be hanging out with us, trust me, or or, or can they not? Like, um, is there just going to be a time for most teenagers when they'd rather be with their friends? I I think, like, for me personally, just, like, I feel like the older I get, the more closer I get to my family because the more I realize, like, I'm going to go off to college soon and I may go, like, either, like, 15 minutes away from home or I'm going to go, like, states away from home and, like, you never know, like, when you're never going to see your family or not see them as much. So I just try to spend as much time with them as I can. I would say I started to get close to my parents when they showed a genuine interest in what I did. So I guess you asked for advice for parents. Take a, take a, take a genuine interest and just ask your kid beyond like, how was your day? Like just like what classes or what classes was your best class um, today or what did you learn today? And then just show that you actually care about them. That's great advice. And and hopefully your kid won't be irritated yeah, with you. Because <laughs> that happens too. <laughs> Rachel, were you going to say something? Um, it's just like going along with that. Like if you want to be able to like do things with your kids, you have to do things that they're going to enjoy doing. Well, I want to thank all of you being here and sharing your insights, Matt and Rachel and Audrey. Um, let's go ahead and close in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you and we praise you. Lord, we thank you for your friendship. We thank you for all of the people you send into our lives. We ask that you help us develop holy friendships. We ask that you help us be good friends to, our, to, to others. Um, and we ask all of this in your name, Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com. Veni Sancti Spiritus Veni Maria. I was raised a Catholic and went to church every Sunday faithfully. I met a boy and he was non-Catholic, so I left the church to be with him. When I was away from church, I yearned to be home. What brought me back was my longing for the Eucharist. The Eucharist fills me with a spirit that you can't find anywhere else. I have a peace when I walk through the doors of the Catholic Church, like that's where I belong. We invite you to take another look at the Catholic Church. Visit catholicscomehome.org today.